If this is your first time, this is actually a great, uh, great day to come for the first time. Uh, it's going to be a celebration of what God has been doing through uh, our church family. Uh, we last year started, I guess, the tradition. I guess it's annual. We had one last year, and I love our church Sunday. And we wanted to be centered around looking at what God is doing through you, the church, the body of Christ. And so my name is Matt. I have the privilege of being one of the pastors here. And man, the last year has just been incredible. Have you ever had like a year where it just so much happened and then you get to the end of the year and you're like out of breath, right? And you're like, and you're like, what happened? Well, it was like kind of COVID, you know, like I don't want to like equate COVID to like the last year that what God's been doing, but We've just had an incredible year and at the end you go, oh my gosh. And then you look back at each one of these things where God has continued to work and what an unbelievable year it has been. I want to start off today by reading you a passage from in the book of Hebrews in chapter number 10. And uh, this is kind of cool. The writer of Hebrews says this in verse number 23. He says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted in his promise. You ever been let down before? You ever had someone promise you something and they didn't come through or they came through? Some of you are looking at your spouse. Don't do that. (laughs) God came through uh, this year at Hamilton Hills in a great way. Uh, For one year, we've had this new mission and vision of what we believe God wanted us as a church body to do, to serve and to lead in our community. And I have to be honest. I mean, I'm a pastor. I grew up in church. I should be one of those guys, right, that go, all right, God gave us the vision. He said he's going to promise us to do it and he's going to lead us in this way. Everything should go okay and everything should be fine. But man, life happens, right? And life is messy. And sometimes you wonder, is God going to come through on what he said? And man, God has come through. So, so today is a day that we get to celebrate. So uh, I want you to do this with me. Take your, your hands, right? You got hands, right? I want you to put them up like this. All right, some of you are like, are we about to worship? I, we just got through with that. Pastor Matt's not my favorite part. No, we're going to clap. So we're all practice together here. You ready to clap? Here we go. Ready? That's good. That's good. There'll be a lot more of that. One of you thought, I think you were like looking for me to like do a thing with a hand where you're like, you know, you have to follow the hand and do that. Um, I just cannot wait to see what God has done. He, he promised in his word and he always comes through in his promises. In verse 24, the writer says this, he says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And that's a command from scripture. And I think one of the ways that we can motivate each other to love and to more good works in our community is to talk about all the things that God did for it to motivate us for the next six months to a year to keep doing what God has put inside of our church as a mission and a vision. Uh, And then lastly, he says this, he says uh, in verse number 25, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. You ever think, man, God's going to be coming, Jesus is going to be coming back soon. And this, this was written a couple thousand years ago. And the writer wrote, hey, Jesus is going to come back soon. So if he's going to come back soon 2,000 years ago, man, it's going to be really, really soon. And so as the day approaches, we should be more and more excited to meet together as a community and as a church family. And can I just tell you that as one of the pastors here, I love 
our church family. I love seeing you guys. No joke, every week I cannot wait until we show up and we get to see each other face to face. We get to high five each other. We get to talk about what God is doing in our life and how he is coming through. And I look forward to every Sunday. And I've really looked forward to this Sunday, especially to share with you some cool, I don't know if this is, sounds cool to say statistic, right? But some statistics, some things that God has been doing in our church. And so here we go. Are you ready? All right. Hold on. I have to put my passcode in. There we go. <laughs> One year ago, we started uh, uh, our vision off of this word right here, oikos. And oikos is not just a Greek yogurt. Uh, oikos is a Greek word in the Bible that means extended household. It was, uh, especially in the Roman culture, when the, the, the Roman government came in and took over, the, the way that culture worked back then is you didn't just live with your family, you lived with your family and there was extended uh, household within your family, it was usually about eight to 15 people. And uh, oftentimes when Jesus would talk to someone that had just made him Lord, he would say, go to your oikos, go to your extended household and tell them everything that I did for you. And so, man, I don't know about you, but your pastor is a simple guy. And I know there's probably some churches out there that got this amazing, incredible vision of doing these incredible, amazing things. And that's awesome that only some people can do. But I want to be a part of a church where everyone that attends Hamilton Hills Church goes, I can do that, right? You ever been given a job before and you're like, I can do that, right? I I will tell you that whenever my wife goes out of town, maybe for a day and she's like, hey, babe, just make sure you wash the dishes. And I think that's simple, right? I go, well, I can do that, right? But sometimes we forget. Sometimes we may not. Come on, come on, help me out. Uh, sometimes we forget, not on purpose, that we forget. Um, and usually what helps is we write it down. So all this year I have kept uh, by my side. Oh, I hope it's, the, oh, there it is. I was like, oh man, yeah, I've been keeping it by my side. But there is my Oikos card. It's eight to 15 people that I believe God has put in my life on purpose to reach people for Jesus and friends to disciple and talk about what Jesus has done in my life. And, and I can do that. And, I, and, I, and our church has done that. My wife got a text yesterday from someone saying, hey, I just talked to someone in my Oikos that's on a sports team with me and I just invited them to church. And that's something that all of us can do. We can go, I can do that. And so we started and launched that one year ago and man, it has been so incredible to see some of the stories that have come out of that and people that have come to Christ and, and people that have come and been a part of our church family off of that mission. Um, all right, here we go. Here's some statistics. Uh, for our online family that many of you, you don't seem to, can we welcome our online family? Thank you for joining us. This is a cool statistic out of that. Uh, I gave this last service and I don't know if you know what it means necessarily, but it's kind of cool. Over the course of the last year, we've reached people in 25 different states and 25 different countries. It's incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. I know my mom watches in Arkansas both services. So hi, mom. She says she, she watches the first service just to understand what I'm saying. And then the second service, she writes down notes. So this is the, this is the note-taking one. 
Uh, nearly 4,500 hours have been watched, which uh, roughly equals about 184 days worth in the last year, which is awesome. And about 88 uh, units, so people, so uh, it's not just uh, 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 one person, but 1.5 or two or three people uh, watch uh, 88 of them every single week. So it's like a whole nother third service. That's awesome, isn't it? That's great. And then this is, this is uh, this has got to be in my top three favorite statistics to give. We've had 10 people baptized in the last year here at church that follow their step in faith. That is so awesome. And then this one just makes me, uh, this one makes me proud as a pastor. This is kind of neat. So uh, Barna is a, a church research group that does statistics all the time. And according to Barna research, eight to 10% of the people that attend a church serve in the church. And so it's one of the things, right, that we get up and we say, hey, we need help in the children's ministry. Hey, we need help in first impressions. Hey, we need help in the parking lot. Hey, we need help here. We need help here. We need help here. We're always constantly recruiting the body of Christ to help. So during the week, 25, a little, actually over 25% of our church family serves throughout the week. So we beat the national statistic. Now we just got to get the, uh, the other 75% of you. Um, we last year were in desperate need of a children's director. And uh, there was a couple families that for several weeks in a row, we come up on a Saturday night, meet and pray for a children's director and a student director. And so uh, after several months, we were able to hire Claire Ray. And Claire has just done an incredible job. An absolutely incredible job. And, and, and I, I really want to do a special thanks. Uh, I, I'm so excited. Claire's, by the way, done huge job. Like we had an Easter egg hunt and she's done uh, all these different things all over the children's ministry. We've recruited uh, a lot more people to our team. But I really want to give a hand to the team of over 60 people, 60 team members that volunteer their time every single week in our children's ministry. Can we give them a hand? That's awesome. So a year ago, we had a vision Sunday where we went, hey, we need a children's director. Hey, we need a student director. Hey, we want to be able to do also a vision campaign where we need $150,000. I was a brand new pastor and, and, and we were talking with the leadership. We're like, okay, we got some things we got we to gotta fix. And I called it the unsexy vision campaign. Because you're like, this is what you need to do. You need to ask our people, say, hey, we want you to give towards an HVAC that sits on top of the roof and two roofs that are leaking that no one will see and carpet in some hallways that no one will ever see. And we need to raise the money for it. And I was like, how am I going to do that? No one's going to want to give to something that goes on the roof. I'm going to give to the HVAC if it actually goes out. Then you have a Sunday where it's 95 degrees. And so I'm like, now, now how do you feel? You know? <laughs> and so we uh, did this vision campaign and I would be honest with you, you know, Hebrews, God always comes through on his promises. And, and I felt like God said, this is the number. This is what you need to raise. And I was like, there's no way. Our people don't like Jesus that much. <laughs> They're not going to give. And we had over, uh, I think it's, uh, let me look at the thing here. Yep, 58 families gave to our vision campaign. And by the way, over 98% of them that promised to give came through on their commitment. Guys, that does not happen in an, in an actual church. 
That just never, ever happens. So thank you. I'm going to give you guys a hand for coming through on your commitment. And we raised, we weren't able to raise the 150. Instead, we raised $267,000. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So thankful to be part of a church family. That's awesome. That's awesome. But this next one that I'm going to give you is my favorite of the entire day. In the vision, or I'm sorry, on Vision Sunday, uh, our leadership had got together. We looked at our missions budget. And for the past several years in our missions budget, we've given anywhere from six to 7% of our budget goes to missions, which is okay. It's good. And I was like, man, I, I would love for our church to just be, uh, it, when it comes to generosity for missions, it not be about Hamilton Hills, but it be about the kingdom of God. There's, there's more than just Hamilton Hills around. Like there's other churches. There's, there's churches that meet in other countries. There's churches that are meeting underground. Like we need to be about like the whole kingdom, not just the, the small kingdom here. And so I said, I was like, God gave me the number 20%. Like we need to get to 20%. So we looked at our budget and some things we could do over the next several years. And by year five, I would like for us and our leadership would like for us to be at 20%. 20%. And this year, 15% of our budget has all gone to mission. So we've gone from 7% to 15% because of you. That is awesome. It makes me want to raise it to 50%. It really does. I'm not going to do it because that would be maybe overpromising, underdelivering. But I would us being the church, it's not about here. It's about the kingdom of God. It's about doing his work. And what I love about not just this number, and man, Pastor Randall, who leads our missions pastorally, has done just an absolutely incredible job. Can you give him a hand? He's just an awesome job leading that ministry. Here's what happens a lot of times in Hamilton County. We go, all right, God's blessed us financially. We'll just give some money towards it. Someone needs something, here's some money. Someone needs something over here, we'll just give them some money. But what I love about our team and our church families, we've not just given money, but we've been the hands and the feet. There's been a, a church downtown in Hawville area, which is ranked nationally as one of the poorest areas in the United States, Living Faith Church, Pastor Yale Wall, pastoring down there. And we have given him some, so we gave him $30,000 for a parking lot. We were able to, through another business, give him another $20,000 to help him with his ministry. But that's not it. We have sent teams several times down to his church to hang drywall, to sweep, to put windows in, to run electrical, I even think. I think that broke a couple OSHA codes. Please cut that out of the service. We don't want that. We don't want to get anybody in trouble. But I'm so proud to be part of a church that isn't just throwing money at things, but also being the hands and the feet of Jesus serving. He thought I was going to cry. I had to cough. <laughs> cry later. We also, uh, in our missions, we have a very unique ministry called our Family Advocate Ministry. And many of you are involved in that ministry. And uh, that, is, uh, that is something that God's hand has just been on for the last year. Just been on in an incredible way. Our, our team has grown, uh, and, but, but with our team growing, there's been more opportunities that have grown, which creates really what I call good problems. Uh, that's why I love being a part of uh, Hamilton Hills. Most of the problems we have is like, okay, there's people that want to serve. Where do we put them? What do we do with all of them? How do we do this? 
And through this growing ministry, I wanna tell you what the team has done through our missions, local missions. We have served 131 children with an economic impact of $48,609. Isn't that incredible? There's a lot of leadership and a lot of uh, volunteer team member hours that have gone into that. If I were trying to recognize everybody in our church body that has been a part of that incredible team, it would take too long to do and I'd leave somebody out. So I don't wanna do that, but my goodness, our family advocate ministry has been just an incredible way for our church to be a part of the greater mission. We've also taken um, some missions trips, uh, kind of when um, uh, COVID kind of ended, but hasn't ended. I don't know. I don't know how to judge it. But when it was kind of, we we're like, okay, can we take a missions trip? And so Pastor Randall put uh, uh, our very first missions team post COVID together. And we took a trip to Belize. Uh, that was awesome. We have a, a young lady uh, in our church that has taken, I believe two short-term missions trips. Uh, one, I think the last one was to Alaska and spent several months there serving uh, the Alaskanese. I don't know. Is that right? I'm just kidding. That's, I wasn't even trying to be funny. And then lastly, because uh, I want us to all as a church family get the opportunity to go outside and uh, th- we got bouncy houses for the kids. And I promised, I don't know if Gavin Galloway is in here for this, but I promised I would jump with him. He's an adult grown man. And he, he messaged me on Facebook and he said, are you gonna get in the bounce house? And I said, if you get in the bounce house, I'll get in the bounce house. And he said, he's bringing his jump socks. So I'm getting in. The bounce house afterwards, I'm gonna ask there to be no photos taken or videos because I'm probably gonna pull a muscle (laughs) just by just bouncing a little bit. I'm old. But I want us to all be able to have time to fellowship and celebrate outside as a church family. But the last thing that I wanted to tell you was something that's really neat and another thing that we've been praying for for over a year is for a student director as well. We got our children's director and we've been praying for a student director. We've had an awesome team of uh, like eight to ten volunteers that have man just done an incredible job over the last year. Can we give them a hand? Uh, doing activities, having, uh, going on trips. Uh, these are people that work full-time jobs that have been serving faithfully week after week. Uh, there's one cool story that just came to my mind. I want to share this. This is really, really neat. Um, a group of our men uh, that have been, uh, have a, like a, uh, a small group with some of our seniors, and they literally walk them through how to budget their money. Isn't that awesome? Like literally opened their entire budget, their personal budget to these young men to show them how to not just survive, but to thrive. And uh, their wives were like, oh, you're gonna share our our entire budget? Like, that's right, we're sharing the entire budget. I'm just so thankful. Can I just be thankful for, I mean, I know there's many of you that I I, I don't know your story or how you're serving, but I'm so thankful to be a part of a church that serves together, that loves together, and is on mission for the kingdom of God together. We pray for one another and we love one another. And I wanna introduce the big reveal. We have ourselves a student director finally. So Cody and Bree, would you come on up? Come on up, man. I got like goosebumps. When, when, when it's something spiritual that he's so tall, isn't he, next to me? 
He's got a good head of hair. Hey, this is what happens after you pastor for a year. You start losing it. Uh, I, and we have the same shirt on. Yeah, look at that. I've uh, been so thankful for them. We've gone through a, 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 a long interview process. And what I love about Cody and Bree is, so Bree, Bree, you've lived in Hot Springs, Arkansas your whole life, right? Never has left home, never lived anywhere else outside of Hot Springs. And so that's scary. Um, and, and Cody, I taught you a little bit in college, probably bad things. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. And uh, we've walked through this together and gone through a, an extensive interview process. And, and we interviewed two other people. And then we were like through that, we we're like, okay, I think maybe God might be doing something here. And then our entire team that was doing the interview process this time, we were just like, I think if they'll come because Bree is almost five months pregnant. And so when, when, we, when we found that out, we went, man, that's great. We get to add one more person to the church that'll help with the numbers statistically. <laughs> We'll grow our church even more. I'm just kidding. Um, we're thankful for them. So uh, Bree and Cody at the end of the service will be under a big white tent that you probably saw when you drove in. And so if you'll go out there, meet them, uh, give them a high five, slap them, you know, a couple $1 bills or something uh, and, and thank them for being here. Can we give Cody and Bree, can we stand, give them a hand for moving here? They We're so excited and uh, I'm gonna do this. We did this in the first service. I kind of did this unplanned, but if there's a couple of people that, man, if you wanna come forward and we're gonna lay hands on Cody and Bree, they should be here by the way, middle of September or end of September, still working out the details. But if you come up on stage with me and I'll, let's just lay hands. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a pastor or a leader. Uh, you could have even, you can even be a Patriots fan and come on up here, we'll allow it. Cody is not a Patriots fan, by the way. You'll be pleased to know. And another big round of applause. I knew that was going to happen. Father, we are just so grateful. There's so many things that weren't even in the notes that we could have gone on and on about how gracious you are. Why you have chose to bring your activity to our church, we, we don't know. All we know is that we are just grateful for it. Father, thank you for um, our new staff and, and, and our growing family. God, thank you for each and every person in here that has been a part of our family, that, that has served uh, with our family, that has given of their time, given of their resources, has been generous with their finances, but generous also with their time and talent. And I pray for Cody and Bree and their growing family as they come to be a part of the Hamilton Hills local church family. I pray, God, that you'd bless them. But above all that, God, I, I pray you'd instill in them a love for the people they'll serve. I pray for the people they serve to also have a reciprocating love. Father, I, I pray as they move here that you give them safety. I pray you give them wisdom. I pray you give them direction. I pray, God, as your kingdom grows, that you would put a very real hand of work and love on their family. We love you, Lord. Thank you for what you have done. And God, we thank you in advance for what you are going to continue to do. Would you do something so great in our church that only you can get the credit for it? In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Can you give God another hand?